0: So Nelly, what, what a pleasure to have you here. What a pleasure! You know, when I originally set this, when we, we spoke about people that were going to have this joint venture, I literally got maybe 30 messages of people that knew you and and, and such nice things to say about you and, and all your work. I'm so happy to have you, and I think it's a great opportunity. Um, God willing, to try to do something together where you know we could you could just try to share all my contacts and basically uh, try to get people married.
1: Yeah, that's so cool. welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Really, really appreciate the time. Um, And I feel like it was a long time coming. I know just talking to you on the phone, we mirrored a lot of the same thoughts um, about singles and dating dating and relationships. And I think um, you and I could be somehow the remedy, you know, to all those people that are seeking their Shiduchim. Um, And, you know, it takes a village we're just a piece of the puzzle. So I'm really excited to do this with you, Gedalia.
0: Great. Wonderful. So again, the, 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 the whole point here is obviously um, I myself don't have the time and, and, and the resources and, and, and just the, the ability. I get constantly asked many times, please set me up, please set me up as guys, girls. And I really don't want to you know, brush people off. I really want to do it professionally. And I really want to get into a list when you, where you can really do that. And God will yeah. put people together because I don't mean there's there's requests all all day long. On, I really feel like up, up.
1: I really feel like I have like some sort of interesting training for this. Um, I started Great. you know seventeen years ago doing events and from small events became into mass events and I'm probably the only female Jewish woman doing what I do in the Jewish community at large, which is making mass events consistently for all those years um, and, and structuring it in a way that worked, that was successful, that's still going. It had It not been COVID, I would have had one of my top parties in Miami that brings 2000 mm. people. So I think Beautiful. Hashem gave me some sort of training to be a mass connector to have intuition, to take things professionally. I have like also a corporate background in producing events. So I was trained in a corporate kind of way too. And here I am, shut down. Mm. You know, the events that were supposed to be planned for Pesach canceled. And no one knows when the next event, theater, opening, concert, or Nelly's List event is gonna happen again. And it, it pivoted me. It pivoted me in a different direction that I didn't expect. Um, It put me in this position to try something new. And when I did, there was a lot of reception. A lot of people are successfully dating because of me right now, talking to each other right now. Um, There's very special connections being made during a very weird time. Mm -hmm. Corona is a time where you don't even have access to your own family members let alone finding a besheret at this time with a mask on, but keep your distance. I don't know you, you know, it's interesting. So here I am honing in on this intuition that I feel like always had. I was always a matchmaker of all sorts. And my parties were also that you'd come to Nellie's list because you were meeting new friends. It became a social community. You were meeting, meeting somebody who was also a professional. You had a business association with them, um, all kinds of things. And she dudes. people got married for my parties. Many, 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 many couples, like unreal platform for Jewish young singles. But now I'm so, sort of going inward, right? And honing in on this special gift of being able to matchmake on a mass level and created something called Nelly's List Match. It's an actual matchmaking program that I devised over time. And I rolled it out and it's been really well received and really super successful. And that's why I connected with you because I feel like I hear from you about the crisis. And it is a crisis. It was a crisis when I was single too. I was single up Mm till the age of 35. And remember, I produced events for single Jews for 17 years. And I didn't meet my husband that way. You know, so I, I went through the struggle. Trust me, I went through the struggle. And, um, you know, here we are connected and able to do big things for the singles.
0: Great. Right. So that, that's why, I mean, I think my, our, our WhatsApp group has a maybe, I think we're right now 25,000 people, literally. Uh, obviously, most of them are married, and, but there's definitely a major, major single component there. And this is what we want to start doing. We want to start, you know, announcing and creating events and, and trying to really, really put this thing together. I have nothing to gain from it, obviously, but I really just want people um, to really have a place. And, I, and I, I, feel, I feel so bad when I don't have the time to search for it. I mean, I, I, I do set people up myself, but you, you literally have to have the program and all that. So I'm very happy to do this. But, but today, Kedalia, we, we want to talk about- yes, Everybody has a
1: purpose. Everybody has a purpose. You can't do everything. Absolutely. Can, I, I, I don't want do to, everything, you know. <laughs>
0: exactly, exactly. Beautiful. So I want to also we want to talk about some common things, maybe some advice today also, on you know some of the some of the things that we can get these. Obviously, it's not you know this it's not a lack of dating. But people are dating. It's just they're not connecting. And I think really this is what this is where I bring it. in. Okay, it's not working. What's not working? Why is it not working? Is it because we're being picky, or is it because what you know? Obviously, I have got advice for the guys. Maybe you can have some advice for the girls. On, I know what, what's not working for the guys. And I, you know, I'm, I'm working with hundreds of guys and just trying to get them right. back into the market. People that are going So what are with, they saying, you know,
1: Dalia? What are these guys saying? You work with hundreds of guys. So, what are they saying to you?
0: It, it's Real it's really what, what... Unfortunately, what's happening is the more disconnected we get spiritually, the more confused we get. So once we start looking for the girl, we start f- focusing, instead of focusing on responsibility and meaning, which yeah. is really what you're here to do, find responsibility, take responsibility, find meaning in your life, people are getting distracted. So unfortunately, they're just looking for superficial, they're not looking for, you know, unfortunately, is very physically driven. Right. And, and a lot of people are, are, a lot of things that the guys are dealing with is fear. Well, how do I know I'm going to make it? How do I know? I don't feel yeah. good enough to start dating. I'm not making enough money. So there's definitely fear and, 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 and definitely a lot of, um, physical, physical situations. Also, unfortunately, the being that the problem that they're not looking for the right one. So what are they doing in between? Right. They're hooking they're up busy. with the wrong girls. They're busy. Correct.
1: That's what I call Correct. It busy. So yeah,
0: exactly. So that, that, that busy stuff, is basically pushing their soulmate away. Right so this is where I have to go in there and really, really work, have work on them. And, and, and it's not a, a situation where, you know, yeah, you're a guy, et cetera, but when do you take responsibility? When do you say, okay, enough? I had enough of this. I'm, I'm serious, I'm focused. You know, when I, the way I got to breaststroke is, you know, I was 23 years old, also in the, in the club, throwing my own, my own situation.
1: Right, I know gambling, it's so gambling, funny. gambling it's so funny addictions, whatever add it is. Down. Yeah,
0: exactly. Gambling addictions and everything. And then, you know, how I got religious is, one. I, <laughs> how I got religious is basically I put, I picked up a book from no. Rabbi Nachman, which is called Advice, and it spoke about sexual impurity leads to poverty. Okay. So when I saw that line, my whole life just flashed. Oh my God, this is why Memazal is not good. This is why nothing's working. It basically hit me so hard, that line, that right away, I took my phone, delete, 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 delete. Wow. I went all in. And I think that was the most important decision I've ever made.
1: Totally. When I
0: read that, it was, look, this is what I got to do. I have to find out. I got to get married. I got to get spiritually cleansed. It was, not, it was not a, oh, it's tough. Oh, it's hard. I can't. No, 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 no. Where do I need to go? Right. We don't have that drive today. That's what we're missing. The guys are not saying, what do I need to do to get married? I'll do anything. If, if this is what Hashem wants. What do I need to do? Yes. That attitude of, ah, it's not for me. Or it's just the attitude is not, it's not being, it's not, they're not driven. It's very, it's a comfortable. It's too comfortable and, and, and pains because you see tons of girls waiting on the side. And they're single and time's passing by.
1: Do you think and, um, it's an what, age how much more range thing? Do you think that it's an mm-hmm. age thing, though? Like the guys that you're speaking to, do you think it's like a certain age range is acting that way? Or is it across it, it, the it board, all males, any age are, are expressing Across that. the
0: board. Across the board. But a lot wow. of divorced guys don't want to get remarried again because of fear. They don't want to go through the same thing again. And again, again, just understand what's, what's driving the market is fear and obviously right. loss. That's what's driven, driving the market. So what's happening is
1: addictions. people are
0: just checking out addictions, et cetera. Yeah. And then obviously, you know, then they get too picky. You know, we get too picky, all or nothing, you know, on dates. Right. With, no, not for me. Or too many expectations. Or, you know, I don't know. She's not for me. Okay, I, why is she not for you?
1: Right.
0: I don't know. I don't know. So they're not going to give me a reason why it's not for you. Or they're into the movie style story. Or they're into um, looking for Mr. Perfect. So these are, the, these are the issues that I think that we're having uh, on the guy's end. And, you know, exactly. with, without the proper dot, without the proper direction, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? What, what are you seeing are you gonna, on the growth side?
1: Well, for you, you're going to keep giving talks.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that
1: exactly. they're going to tune into and God willing, absorb, Right.
0: Because right. that exactly. you're the only
1: one bringing modern day um, situations with relationships, dating, and like almost right. in- intimacy, too, to the table, right. but with a Jewish traditional twist to it, which is what we're all signing up for when you're marrying another Jewish soul. You know, like, Correct. this is exactly what you need to listen to. Um, right.
0: So, was, what girls. do you think in the girls' side? What? Do, yeah, what do you think...
1: Um, For the people that I'm working with so far, everybody's pretty much on the same playing field. Um, The guys Mm -hmm. and the girls both want to get married. They're seeking marriage. I even call it marriage uh, personal matchmaking for marriage-minded singles. Um, So I'm not getting a lot of that feedback from the people that I've been connecting with. um, Their lack of wanting to be married. These are actually people just quite the opposite. Who are coming to me because they're really looking. They're really serious about it. And also divorcees that w- they're they're in. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what's
0: happening on dates? What's happening on
1: dates? So now f- cooking. It's an interesting time with dating because even today, as we speak, like in LA at 10 PM, there's no more outdoor di- uh, outdoor seating. Like they're closing down everything. Wow. It's only like takeout and delivery. So basically mm shut down.
0: That's tough.
1: And that's tough for people who are trying to date because that really only gives them some options, uh, walk in the park or come to my house or go to your house. And part of that, I mean, actually this will go into advice for girls. It's a good segue. Um, It's a a weird scenario to be in right now um, with Corona being in the picture. There's a lot of unknowns and fear. Um, So when you do opt, to like hang out by one of each other's homes, it starts to become very hard not to like be physical. You know, Mm -hmm. you're in a place together, you're there like, you know, for hours, um, multiple times, and it's not the best venue for you to be dating, like, especially not in the beginning. So I think for the girls, it's been really difficult because they, don't want to maybe invite somebody to their house or not have to have an option to go to a guy's apartment, no matter what, even if the guy's the best gentleman, it's just not the right snoot spot to be, you gotcha. know? And sort of like with the girls is like speaking to them about being or getting spiritual before getting physical, which is a line that you use a lot and it honed yeah. really yeah. in on it because That's exactly what's going on. People are Mm -hmm. bonding physically. They're not bonding mentally or soulfully. So it goes back to what you're saying with attraction. You know, they're so worried. Will I have attraction? You know, and it's not really the first concern you should have when you're dating somebody serious. Um, And the girls have to also buckle down and, you know, make sure that it doesn't go further than it needs to go. Cause that's how relationships fizz out.
0: Right. I mean, Ooh, people, people that. want what they can't have. People want what they can't have. It's the it's, 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 it's story of nature. Right. Um, I, I mean, yeah, there has to, I, I believe there has to be an attraction, obviously I think there has to be an attraction, but the problem is, is, is the, the, sometimes what happens is because the guys are fooling around so much that's not that's causing the girls not to not to like them, right? And they feel energy, they feel negative energy, and this and Kabbalah speaks about this. It's it's called klipot. It's what, what happens is is when a person is in a very dark place. One of the things that can bring a person in a very very dark place is is having extra physicality. You know, obviously, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a cleansing. You know, a lot of the times with 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 guys, the first thing I tell them is before you start dating do me a favor, start a cleansing. I need right. you to go on a 40-day cleansing. I, need you, I don't even want you to think about girls. First, I need you to create the vessel. Because remember, right. it's never a lack of light. It's just you're not attracting. Right now, you're attracting garbage. You're not attracting your soulmate because what happens is this is the state you're in. You're in darkness. So what I do with guys, I put them on a 40-day challenge. I get them to stop any kind of pornography, masturbation, any kind of physicality, just to cleanse their vessel. Once their vessel is cleansed, they can go on a date and they'll look for different things. If you bring a guy, if you, any time you have a dirty cup, no matter what you're going to put in, in, in that cup, it's going to come out dirty. So the yeah. same guy can go on the same date. After a cleansing, he can look at the girl completely different than when he would go before. He would be like, no, she's not for me. Because right. this is what happens when you, have, when you get physical. It blocks you and makes you very insensitive spiritually. So all you're looking for is what can I get out of this instead of uniting, uniting to a soul, et cetera.
1: Right.
0: And, this is, and this is why our sages say that pride comes before the fall. According to the amount of pride is the sexual immorality. So you can see all the politicians, they have a lot of pride, they sexual. So the, the key really is humility. Humility is really, I need, I need to work on myself. I need to cleanse myself. And then the girl is going to come. right. Yeah, you need to recognize that there is there is a lot of physicality that happens for years, and and that's what's stopping you from wanting better. That's what, what that, that's what a clipa does. It it what a clipa does is it prevents you from seeing good. It hides good. Right. So you can be with a perfect girl, a nice girl, but you're going to focus on some stupidity, and you can say right. she's not for me. This is what's happening with guys, and and, and, and girls are more in general. Girls are much more spiritual. Than guys are right so well, we have a much bigger test in this department this department is a much bigger test for, for guys because really according to Kabbalah, it's the guy's job to find the girl right not the other way around so if don't't if, we don't, if, we're, if we're dating Christina we're not going to find right the girl that I'm supposed to be dating I'm, I'm always attracting something I'm attracting either these kind of girls or I'm attracting this. It's like a magnet. It's yep. not like, you know what, I'll stop dating her and then find me a date. No, you have to, you have to literally create a cleansing and then it comes.
1: Right. So and this in my is where program, the suffering
0: comes in, et cetera.
1: In my program, that's what I, I actually do. It's called Clean Good. Slate. You got a clean Beautiful. slate. Literally all touching must stop because you don't even need it. You don't need acknowledgement from a guy or a girl with a kiss or a touch. You know, like you don't have to have that. So I call it clean slate. Like Mm, keep clear, if I introduce you to somebody, have the opportunity to give them the full attention that they deserve. Cause right, you're about to commit to the rest of your life with somebody. You can commit to talking to somebody. Give them the proper respect and, and space to just soak them in if it's good, go on the second phone call. If it's really good, earn the FaceTime. We don't need instant gratification getting on the FaceTime that second. Earn it. Take your steps. There's a rush, but there's no rush. This is like, you know, this is a ride. This is a ride Mm -hmm. and it's supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be so heart aching. Honestly, I think the heartache is just your neshama, like crying for your soulmate. Your two halves that are supposed to come together, just like those little necklaces with a BFF, you know, and yeah, yeah. put it together um, as a whole. And that's really what we are. So, of course, we're heartbroken. It's lonely. It's hard. Mm. It's it's not easy, but it's your soul speaking to you, asking you right. to do these things. Go on the cleanse. Do something that's different. Change it up. Stop being your old ways. Change your ideology. Change your scope of mind about things, so you can attract your neshama. So your heart's not going to ache anymore.
0: Right. You know. Beautiful. I mean, anytime. Fa- I mean, what failure teaches us in Kabbalah, we speak about the breaking of the vessels. The purpose of failure, the reason why we're not attracting the right person, is because we need to change two things. We need to change procedure or we need to change perspective. So it's always t- teaching the person, okay, you know what the procedure's off, I'm, I'm getting too physical before, I, okay, nice guy, but I'm getting way too physical, it's not working, keeps on happening over and over. Or perspective, maybe I'm looking for the wrong thing in a guy, maybe I'd be looking for something else in a guy. So it's, the purpose of failure is not to say I'm less of a person, I'm not good enough, I'm not pretty enough, you, it's being self-centered. The purpose of failure is just to tell you what you're doing and what you want is not matching. So change procedure, change okay. perspective, change what you're doing. Maybe you know I tell girls sometimes, listen, sometimes you know what you want to you want a guy, you know, yeah, I want to keep Shabbat one day. So if you really want to do, why don't you keep Shabbat now? And then you're gonna see on in the merit of the mitzvah, it's gonna attract that. One of the things that I wanted, why reason why I connected with you is because I like the fact that you, you told me that you have people try to do mitzvahs, you have people try to do good good kindness just to open up their let's talk a little bit about that.
1: So part of the program is to take on a mitzvah. I really want people to get in good, positive energy aura around them. No matter what they've been through or what they're going on, what could be going on right now. Um, to do a mitzvah is just doing a good deed that you're putting good energy out in the universe. That's a selfless act, just for someone else and not for yourself. And that in itself is something so beautiful, so special. So I ask people to do the mitzvah and also pray to Hashem at that time that you're doing the mitzvah, that this is in the merit that they, sh- merit, that they should meet their besheret at the right time. And to also say it, say it in your soul, say it in your mind, say it in your heart, because you know, when you're in part of my program and I'm matchmaking and I'm introducing you to people, you also have to be in the state that you're going to be under the chuppah very soon. You're here with me, I'm part of the channels that are gonna help you get there. It might not even be through me, but I'll still help you and guide you and coach you and introduce you to people to get you there. But you are you called me in a state of being vulnerable and needed a rope to pull on for that. And that makes you more ready. And as you open up by doing mitzvot or even staka or do any kind of merit, towards that for yourself is going to get you closer and these things will transform you like I also spoke to a client this past Friday and I asked her she lit candles she said no she said that but her family always did and it was like part of her growing up routine I said well guess what we're on the phone together because you're about to be a kala it's like do you know what a kala means she's like yeah bride I'm like you're about to be a bride it's not far away. And she's like, you're absolutely right. I'm going to, I'm going to light the candles and I'm going to bring it into my house. I said, you're bringing light into your house regardless, you know? And of course, get used to it. This is something that's going to be in your home when you're married, your two Jew- Jewish souls coming together. It's going to be important for you and also how you raise your kids. You're not going to just start and stop right. when you have children so all those things are incorporated into how I speak to people and yeah. what the program is about. Because it's also like somebody, sometimes you just need somebody to help you through it and also hear things from somebody yeah. that's already been through it, right? I'm married six years now. I have two children. Like, it's very fresh for me, you know? Right. So I can yeah. reflect with people. I tell them exactly how raw it could be or how special it could be how, you know, influence of Shabbat in my, my life with my husband and my family has been. So that's part of my program. And that's what I incorporate when I talk to each person.
0: You know, it's, it's very important to, to, to understand. Obviously when I got married, I had two kids. And, you know, my wife never planned as she was 23 at the time the that married to get the marriage with two kids. So the importance of being radically wide, radically wide open and we need to understand that we're going in a relationship to give, not to take. And just like you said, when you start doing something, if you want something you never had before, you have to do something you never did before. Right. And this is teaching you guys. Like, I promise you that the regular dating is not working. It's not working. The numbers are not there working. It's not working. So there, you have to, people have to be open-minded. No, I'm not into this. I'm not into this. You know, listen. You, could be not, you have to be open-minded that there's a reason why you're, you're where you are and that God wants you to take some, some, some different direction. There's, right. there's no, I mean, this is what we need. So the first thing I always tell people is, is we have to accept it. We have to accept where we are not because it's very important when we want to pray to, to our creator, you don't want to pray with a bitter heart. You want to pray with a broken heart, not with a bitter heart. Right. Cause if you're bitter, it's like, what are you doing this to me? How could you keep on doing this to me? You want to leave me all alone not how you wanna pray. You wanna pray with a broken heart, recognizing what the difference between a bitter heart and a broken heart is a broken heart recognizes they don't know everything. Maybe I'm missing, missing the puzzle here. Maybe I'm not doing the right thing. Maybe something's off. A bitter heart says, what's going on here? Why are you leaving me alone? It's a big difference between one to the other. So I always tell people, approach your creator with a, with a broken heart, not with a bitter heart. Also, we need to understand that there is a past is you need to you're here in this world to repair, you're not here to despair. Right. So we don't want to get into a, a victim mindset, a despair mindset. Because you know, you're gonna go on a date, they're gonna have fear, the other person's gonna have fear, and they're like, and people are gonna be so 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 anxious and that they, they, they can't even connect with each other.
1: Yeah. So it's very important I to I say drop fear, the fear is lack of faith. Fear is lack right. of faith in my regard. And everybody's Correct. fearful of everything. They're fearful about, you know, some of my New York clients are further shut down because of the weather, you know, they're, they're so scared of being locked up for the winter. And what it's going you have to a mean. Governor
0: like. Th- you have a governor like this. God, uh, God know, helps everybody. We know how
1: you feel about it. We know how you feel I, about I it. Can't, I can't. I can't.
0: <laughs> I know, I, I'm not supposed to be in, pol- in politics, but I can't stand him. It's okay. Uh, You're can't. allowed to I, speak
1: your I, mind. You know, it's totally okay. <laughs> it's
0: okay. I, I, just, I, I have friends that are suffering. I have people that have lost sure. jobs and, and, and they're suffering. All of us. Of Even yeah. here in LA, it's, it's
1: the same stuff. We have the same situation yes. here. Trust me.
0: We're very, we're very lucky here in Florida. Florida, we have a normal governor. Yes, we have a normal governor in Florida.
1: Florida Miami, yes. I miss you. <laughs> i Ron, De, Ron,
0: DeSantis. Ron DeSantis.
1: <laughs> not going to lie. Phenomenal. Miami.
0: So, again, you also, also, don't think COVID is because it's COVID. I can't meet. Hashem right. is going to make you meet anytime, an anywhere. Eye. Remember,
1: anytime, yeah, anywhere. Also,
0: Get your limits off of, of off of that. You know, when I met my wife, I, I did a Shabbat party in my house with singles and she came right into my doorstep. I didn't even have to go out.
1: There you go.
0: Because there's look a look at you. But there's a formula. Look there's at a formula. You. The, the formula was Write it down. Everybody should do
1: it. And she's gonna walk right in your door. Easy. I
0: have a, <laughs> I have another I have another tip for, for singles. And this is from Rabbi Rush. It's an unbelievable tip. When you pray, you should pray that you shouldn't sin. Because what happens is if a person prays that he shouldn't sin, it's not a prayer for himself, I want a soulmate. You should say, creator of the world, I'm in Miami, I'm in LA, I don't want to sin anymore, I don't want to go out, I don't want to go out with like this, I don't want to keep on making this thing. It's blemishing you and it's blemishing me. Please help me not sin anymore. Now, the only way he's going to help you not sin is if you find your soulmate. But you could see the difference in the prayer saying, you're really praying for your, your creator's sake that you don't want to sin. And that—that's how I really prayed. I didn't really pray for a soulmate. I wasn't even thinking about getting married. Right. I said I don't want to sin. I don't want to be in Miami. I don't want to go in South Beach. I don't want to be in that lifestyle. So change, the direction to find me a soulmate. To right. I don't want to sin, and that can create a tremendous. But you have to mean it. I mean, if I say I don't want to sin, I mean I'm not going to go and look up and hook up with. Yeah, with, but that's the, the clean slate.
1: That's exactly. the clean Correct. slate. And there's a bracha attached to it,
0: you know? 100%. You know, our our sages say that wealth comes on account of the wife. And because she's the feminine aspect of the soul. So the guys have to understand financially, they're going to do much better once they get married. Once they get married, they'll do much better financially. And and the money comes afterwards. So people that have fear before they get into, they're stopping a lot of blessing for ignorance. Yeah. It's another thing you need to, you need to explain.
1: To them I about. just had that conversation with someone. I just, right. it's actually more than one person. This fear is just lack of faith, even in your own self. The only person right. who's creating the problem is you, you know, yeah, you are about to meet somebody that's probably totally okay with exactly like how you are, the way you are. And we can't be fearful of what it's going to be or how it's going to be. You know, that's going to stop and ro- roadblock stop. you from meeting your basharat. That's for sure. Perfect. Um, it's faith is everything. So
0: what, I, what, what I want to do is I want to maybe we, 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 you want to start taking some questions from people. You want sure. to do that now? Yeah. Okay, sure. we could start.
2: Okay. Uriah,
0: okay. you want to start taking
2: Sure. Nelly, the first question is, how did you attract and meet your husband?
1: Ooh, I love that question. Thank you, whoever asked that one. <laughs> love telling mm-hmm. this story. So Gedalia, I was living in Miami, Miami, and I had a beautiful view of the beach and the ocean. I would see like manatees, and I would see Hashem every day, literally from my balcony. And just that view alone gave me my own relationship with Hashem, especially after being raised and um, lived my whole entire life and career in New York. So such a pleasure to be there. And I found myself praying more and just being much more in solitude. I was really, although I had friends mm. and I was doing Nellie's List out there, I was by myself. Um, oh, wow. This whole story really hits on today, by the way. This is like the anniversary of me getting on the phone for the first time with my husband. It was like Thanksgiving wow. go- it was Hanukkah
0: well, and it was Thanksgiving.
1: And I was alone because my family lives in New York and I was just solo. And I said, let me give that guy a chance. I'll get, how, I'll get to how we met. But I said, let me give that guy a chance that wrote me an email. Let me look him up, let me see. And I, that's the night that we got on the phone and we spoke for hours.
0: Hmm.
1: Cause I gave it a chance. And it was on this specific date. So this really like full circle for me. Um, But how did we meet? I uh, would take pictures of the Miami sunsets from my balcony and I would upload them to Instagram. And I would hashtag my pictures. So I wrote hashtag sunset. On the picture that i took i was curious to see other people's sunset pictures so i clicked on the hashtag to see other people's pictures on instagram and one out of the few pictures that i liked out of millions of pictures of the sunset was my husband's and that's Mm -hmm. how we became aware of one another it's like who's this girl nelly's list on instagram liking my picture and um we friended one another we had no connection to one another total stranger in the world and here we are, married six years, two children, and ultimately the best, ma- the best match possible from Hashem, direct. Okay. <laughs> it was direct.
0: Beautiful. But you, but you yeah. say so you spiritually, you did, you did work spiritually before, and then you attracted, him, correct? So
1: what was interesting is we were long distance. Uh, mm-hmm. We were LA, Miami. So we didn't even have the chance to have any physicality. It was straight up corona. Only so on the FaceTime, only on the phone. You screw it up. Right? Wow. And then we got to know each other a lot. And certain things that attracted me to him was qualities that I really wanted for myself, somebody who loved Israel. You know, he's been uh, part of the Marva, which is like the boot camp before you go to army. He spoke fluent right. Hebrew um he was a mensch he had like brachot posted by his sink to like say bracha for different foods i don't know like really like <laughs> stuff. but i loved yeah. it i was eating it all up because that's what i wanted beautiful. for myself that's what i wanted for my family and those are the qualities that you want to investigate with someone because that's your future beautiful. very nice beautiful
0: what's the next question
1: I am a 53 year old
2: female divorced no kid secular but learning I get mistaken for my age to be in my 30s. My problem is that I'm not attracted to Jewish men in general, but Jewish men my age, make it even more challenging to feel a connection.
0: Right. I mean, it's a big now, stereotype. That's all yours. You know. Yeah, I mean what. You know, Usually when we say I'm not attracted to Jewish men, you've probably had a couple of situations, traumatic situations with some Jewish men, and it's all or nothing thing. So We, ha- we have to be careful with these stereotypes of all or nothing mindset because you, know, you, you all of a sudden, you know, this is the same reason why a guy says I, I hate, I don't want to get married again. Marriage is horrible because he went through a bad divorce, but we know marriage is not horrible to everybody. Some people enjoy it but because you went through traumatic exp- experience this is how you, you your future your personality became your personal reality because of something that happened to you in the past so he's not you know you had a bad case of food poisoning we don't stop eating so we should got to be careful when you have one bad case of food poisoning that you say i hate jewish men, i hate this because how are you gonna how are you gonna get married <laughs> with that mindset so really you need to clean 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 your mind and clean your old beliefs and clean everything that the, your limitations that are not allowing your heart to open
2: okay before I ask the next question I just want to let the viewers know I'm about to post a link this is the link to Nelly's form that you could sign up and put in uh, your information and um, she could go ahead and try to pair you up okay yeah. next question what is a good way to meet middle aged singles in this time and this is coming from a female viewer Nelly,
1: for
0: you. Yeah. Yes. Please go ahead.
1: Um, Well, everybody's on the apps, so the chances of you meeting somebody actually on an app is possible. I've heard of many people meeting on apps, but then I also recently heard it's hard on an app, even like with Jewish apps that are dedicated just to matching Jews. There's people on it that are not Jewish, and that's Mm -hmm. you know disappointing. When you're specifically looking to marry somebody Jewish, you don't want to waste your time. So it has its downsides, but it has its upside too. So that's first and foremost, the easiest way to meet somebody, right? And then there's telling people you're single, let people know, let your friends know, let your family know. There's nothing to be ashamed about, you know, let people know they'll, they'll speak on behalf of you. They'll speak highly of you. And hopefully you'll connect through somebody. Um, And then there's me. You know, which we're and trying to, yeah. people like me, I'm not alone. There's many people that are matchmaking that have all kinds of things going on for singles. Put yourself out there. Um, ask for help. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, and that's what I'm doing with all the people that I'm working with right now. If you want me to right. be involved, I'm here. And the program is a few steps that you need to commit to. And that's okay because right. we're going to get you Closer to where you need to be to gravitate your Besharat.
0: But guys, remember, again, again, sorry for my repeating this a thousand, be open-minded to do new things. This is the whole key. We have to change the Mazal. We have to change the, the luck right now. The luck's not working. Something's not working. There's a blockage somewhere. So we have to really, really create. We need you guys to do something new whether it's guys, if I tell you to read Tikkun if I tell you to go on the spiritual challenge, listen to me. I have nothing to gain from it. If I tell you, for guys, I know the issues are, but you have to be willing to be open-minded and try new things. You can't just say, this is who I am. Uh, I'm not open to Shabbat. I'm not open to this. So I'm like, you, know, you, you got to be open-minded because you have to say something. Spiritual people are more likely the ones that are going to commit to you. Spiritual people have a better chance of committing to you then people can learn into spirituality. Right. Because sometimes between you and me, a guy's as good as his options. He's got a lot of options. He's going to go with the options that he has. But spiritual people have a fear of God and they know that there's, there's, a big, there's more meaning and responsibility in life than just, you know, doing what I want. So you, you have to understand whoever's on this, whoever's requesting help, you have to be willing to be open-minded. If not, I don't think it's going to work for you. we we really want people that are serious people that are willing to do more things and these are things that are from Hashem it's not not stuff that we're inventing we're not telling you to vote for the specific party we're telling you things that are going to benefit you and things that are going to open up blockages specifically for you so be open minded if you're just going to come in and just swipe another card or swipe another app it's not for you you have to be willing to be open minded and the guys also if I tell you to dump Christina if I tell you to get rid of that girl and you want me to set you up, don't waste my time. Call somebody else. Don't waste my time. You have to come to me, and you too. have to tell. Don't waste my time. I'm just. If, you, if you're ready, you say, okay, I'm not going to watch this. If I tell you stop watching porn, stop watching porn. If I tell you um, um, stop dating this girl, you have to stop. If not, don't waste my time. My time is very, very valuable. But if you really want that help, you have to be willing to be committed. I can't be more committed than you. I'm already married, I have five kids. I don't need this. But, if got, but we do have the ability to help people, but you have to be serious. If you're not serious, do me a favor, keep on swiping. It's not for everybody. Like I said, I always tell people the classes are not for everybody. But if you are interested and you're really committed, you have to be willing to say, what do I need to do? That's the kind of people that we want because we don't want just a bunch of fluff. We want candidates that are serious that we're going to hook up, not just people that are just going to say, oh, let me try this, let me try. So just think about it for 10 minutes before you even go on the or you even try to. Thank you,
1: because You're setting the tone. I and, just, uh, and my husband and I have said the yes, same words. I'm setting the tone. Don't waste our time. You Don't know? waste like, my time. Don't waste my time. Tough love. It's Don't tough love. We love you. We love you. But at the end right. of the day, we're here to help. And in order to help, right. we have to be quick and we have to work with a lot of people. Yes. Yeah, you got to move. The right you got to move.
0: Right. Correct. So we're not, we, barely nobody's charging anything, but we're taking our time for this. So you have to sacrifice also. That's why I tell people all the time. And, I tell, and when I, people I get married, I said, This is what I need you to do. Are you willing right. to do it? No, I can't help it because what's going to happen is you're going to screw it up on the date. So I, I'm trying to pre qualify you so you don't screw it up and wait for everybody.
1: Right. Absolutely. And I don't take on everybody. You know that's right. not the goal. The goal is to take on marriage-minded singles who people. want, correct, who want the personal guidance, coaching, and to meet quality introductions, and we will be on the same field exactly. the when they meet them. Exactly. That's correct. it.
0: That's it. It's not for everybody. Just, so right. we just, we just want to be very clear with people. It has to. You know, your life will change when you make a decision. And it's not the conditions. You have to be open-minded. That's why I always tell people all the time: you have to be open-minded.
1: You never know next where question. it's going to come
0: from. It's going to come when you sacrifice. When we sacrifice ourselves, is when we get.
2: Okay. Next question. I I feel divided. One part of me wants to com- wants to commit, and the other wants illusion. How could I unify my razon? This is for both of you
0: up a coin (laughs) how could you okay very good it's a good question what i do with people you know sometimes i have the same 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 question with addicts you know some they tell me you know sometimes i want to use but sometimes i want to be clean okay no problem i get you it's understandable but what happens if you're spending another five years like this what is your life going to look like So picture yourself in this mode for another five years, maybe you're 30 now and you're going to be 35. Now you're going to be 40 and still undecided. So all of a sudden, that pleasure that you're getting, all of a sudden becomes pain. That means if you want to make lasting change in life, what you have to associate is you have to associate pain to whatever is causing you pleasure, you have to associate pain to it. So imagine another five years of these games and and playing games and games. Imagine how exhausting that's going to be. Imagine how tired you're going to be from all this. That should say, you know what? You're right. I want to make a decision right now. So that will, that's a good way to focus. I mean, get enough leverage in your life to say, if, this is not, if, if I don't make a move now, I'm going to be like this for another five, 10 years. How, how's my life going to look like? And that usually will put enough pressure for you to shift your, your, your consciousness or shift your direction one way or the other.
1: um so my message is really to the ladies i think that you if, if you're with somebody like that who's half in half out there's some decisions that need to be made you know um you want to give it time but you don't want to give it too much time uh, i think once you get a little bit older you make quicker decisions what's good for you you don't want to dance around questions um, you know, if somebody wants to be married, if somebody wants to have children, um, you have, you have to be yourself and you have to set, you know, that, that tone right away, especially with a guy who's half in and half out,
0: Right.
1: you know, and at the stage that I'm talking to some people in their thirties, forties, some even early fifties, um, you're not in a position to be half in and half out right now. You're all in or right, right. just that's don't, right. Don't be part of this. You know, there's a reason why you're single and it is what it is, you right. know, but, um, for the most part, what I'm finding is people have to go through a couple of things and that's fine. It's not bad to go out on a lot of dates. It's bad if you're not mm. doing your due diligence before going out on a lot of dates, cause you're wasting a lot of time and you're wasting a lot of energy. Um, and you're confusing yourself. So it's good to go on a lot of dates because we still need a filter. We still need to know what characteristics do we not like? And what characteristics do we want to gravitate in our future Basharat? You have to define it to yourself. You have to even dream the ideal when you go out. And the person that you share that with, that you're dating, if it repels them, they're out. You're not on the same page. If it draws them to you, and it attracts them because you stood your ground or were able to talk about these things, you guys are going to bond from that. You're going to get closer right. together because of it. And that's the real talk you want to have immediately when you're serious with someone, of course.
0: But then also we have to, and just to add to that, is you have to be careful. There's, I mean, again, I've experienced a lot of people with a lot of sabotage. I mean, things are going good and they're afraid to, just get married all of a sudden they'll say i don't i didn't like the. the i didn't like her pet she named him after a, a country it's stupid so you have to be careful that we don't we don't sabotage ourselves with all of a sudden fear and all of a sudden you're afraid all of a sudden of commitment you're afraid of relationship you're afraid of of taking all of a sudden you, you come up with an excuse and let me get to, let me understand something very clearly any anytime, anytime something good in spirituality, there has to be obstacles. So there will be obstacles. No matter who you are, there will be obstacles. You, you will go to the, your wedding date with a beautiful rose. but You'll have a, a bandage from the thorns that, 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 that cuts you. So it's okay. You could be the, in the chupa, the bride with the, with the glove, with the cuts. That means there's, there's no such thing as, a, as the rose without the thorns. Yeah. So you should also know, expect. Expect some obstacles. Don't expect it to be too, too easy because if it's too easy, some, there's a problem because anything good in life has to have resistance. So there has to be some kind of resistance also. That resistance is actually to make you desire more, but there will be obstacles and you should be open-minded to obstacles. There's always going to be a package. There's never going to be a situation where Mr. Right or, or I'm waiting for the Lubicon that fell from 33rd Street and Prince Charming is coming with it. So it's very important to understand that. Don't, don't, don't make up excuses out of fear and also expect obstacles. That's another thing people need to understand.
2: Okay, the next question is from a female viewer. As a divorced woman with kids, it is hard to find guys who believe in second marriage. How is Nelly seeing the divorce group in dating now? Apps are frustrating.
1: I totally hear that. And um, a lot of my clients are divorcees and with children. And I'm not finding people in this age group between 30 and 55 to be opposed to dating somebody who's divorced or divorced with kids. Um, Most of these people are signing up because they're, again, on the same playing field. They both want to be married Mm -hmm. again. Um, I just recently hooked up. Uh, both well, they're both my clients, but I hooked up someone who's 47 to someone who's 40. Why? Because they're looking for a different type of relationship now. They already had their children.
0: Mm, right.
1: They're not looking for the Cinderella fairy tale, wedding dress, and party. They're looking for companionship. They're looking for love. They're looking for partnership. They're looking for someone to be a stepdad or a stepmom but They want to have right. fun. They need compatibility. They need to have things in common. Um, they both happen to have very interesting um, hobbies uh, in the physical fitness realm, and uh, I was just super excited that they can share that. Plus, they right. have the same neshama. They both love Chesed. They both, uh, you know, are professionals in their careers there's just a lot of compatibility. And also even further for divorced people who have children, sometimes you have custody issues that you can't be long distance Mm -hmm. and you can't separate yourself. So it becomes even harder, I think, for divorcees to figure some stuff out. And how are you really gonna attract somebody who can accept all those things? But I feel that like there's a mazal to anybody who's doing the program with me right now, that channel's open and I was able to link these two people up together. I actually have seven uh, couples that are linked up right now which are successfully talking or preliminary dating with five more coming up soon because I still wanna talk to people. I don't wanna connect you right away. I want to talk to you two three times That's part of the program it's 15 minute chats i get to know you i understand what drew you to your last relationships drew you away from your relationships we talk about nice. the inclusion of hashem having faith praying for yourself all the things that we talked about earlier with mitzvah and stuck and all that and somehow Thank God, that's a lot of numbers for the past, really, month or two. Very you good. You know, that's a lot of connectivity in a time that we're totally disconnected. And it brings me such excitement. Like, I'm really honing in on it. I'm meditating on people. And I'm feeling things for oh, them. very nice. And it's been really nice Beautiful. and successful.
0: Beautiful. Very nice. You could see she's, she's a little bit, she's giving you guys the extra touch, obviously. Very nice. Beautiful.
2: Okay. The next. For real, any, more,
0: any more? questions? Yes. Yeah,
2: yeah. A ton of questions, <laughs> and they they are very <laughs> deep. <different>. You, <laughs> you guys. I hope you guys yeah. are. You guys are. You guys got your drink and water. Okay. Yeah, so I this really is. Can. Okay. So this is coming from a female viewer. It is confusing. I was always told not to be so available. So take. Uh, so talking for hours before meeting just feels wrong. That's how the question was stated. It is confusing. I was always told not to be so available. So talking for hours before meeting is wrong. Nellie,
1: you know, talking mm, for good, hours yeah. is great. And I talk about that with chemistry also, right? Like you can sure. have chemistry with multiple people. Doesn't mean you're marrying each one. There's only one that you're going to have this chemistry with and move forward with. It's the same thing with talking. You could talk to a lot of different kinds of people but make your decision when you're talking during that conversation. Is this, you know, am I pulling out things that are keeping me on the phone for the right reasons? Or is this um, just another conversation with another guy? You know, like you want to feel the connectivity. You could be yourself. You got to know yourself a little bit in order to like vocalize your internal self, but do that work before you get on the phone. So you could pull out what right. you need from that conversation and not waste your time, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, there's no set rules. I mean, people, you know, you, I, I spoke for hours in my first date and I got married a month. I mean, there's no rules. Don't be so available also. It depends on the person. It depends how serious people are. You know, we, we want to get away from all these games also. You know, we wanna, you want to get serious. That's the whole thing. And that's why it's good to have a middle person in between. Because in a middle person in between, like Nellie, so, so, so get to know where people are holding,
1: and so there's, an eb- to have the flow. there's an ebb and yeah. flow between all of us because, in right. some respect, I'm downloading what he says, I'm downloading what she says. In short, not it's not a therapy session, you know. And I'm understanding what the you know, if there's a mm. communication problem, if there's a physical problem, and I'm guiding them together without discussing the information between them, and I'm letting them be the adults and, and let them set sail you know i'm not getting right. so involved but there's an ebb and flow between all of us
0: remember it's, it's very important that for guys specifically you know one of the things that i get them is, is your face changes when you're more spiritual the girl becomes more attracted to you as i say just say wisdom puts light gives the person light so it's, it's very important sometimes if we're not you know you're going i had many people that are going on dates and the girls are rejecting them they don't see anything it's because person's in a very dark place so it's very important that if Hashem wants to hook you up he's going to put the right words into your mouth with that person you need to understand that you really have to be connected the more you're connected the more God's energy flows through you and you'll see things so clear but when you have you don't have that connection you know, it's like, you know, hanging out with Andrew Cuomo in New York. You don't know what's going on. Is it open? Is it closed? It's
1: nothing. You yeah,
0: no, 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 no clue what's going on. Uh, we open, we oh, eat, we can't eat. It becomes a whole zoo. You can't live in this world without that connection. Because I'm telling you right now, 99% of my, of my decisions I made in my life were in prayer. They were not in, in the actual situation, they were, they were already handled way before. You can't make decisions on emotions and on, 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 on the way you, have to, you, need to, you need to create a vessel to pray and then ask God, ask your creator for clarity. And then you'll know, okay, can I play games with him? Can I not play games with him? You'll see it right away. But when you don't build that vessel, you're going in there with emptiness. It's very hard to see clear.
2: Nellie, could you talk about a little bit about your program and how people could join it and reach out to you and you know uh, get your mentorship?
1: Sure um, so if you go to Nellie'slist.com my website, uh, what replaced my events is now the questionnaire um, so you'll see a little button on the site that you can click fill out the questionnaire so I could get some information. Um, from there, once you go into our database, we'll have somebody reach out to you for, a, for you know, a short phone call to get to know you and tell you more about the program. But the first step you need to do is fill out the form. And that form A definitely brings Mazal because anybody that I've been in contact with, um, just person-to-person connection, just getting on the phone with somebody and talking about this makes people happy in itself. You know, anybody, Everybody can right. use a voice to talk to right now. So that in itself has been helpful, um, and then I discuss the program because I want to know that you're committed and you're vested, um, and then we go from there. We see if it's effective for you.
2: All right, thank you. Night, night. How how important is it uh, for snoot for woman and man to have snoot to attract their other half? This is for both of you.
1: Gedalia?
0: I mean, I, I, according to Rabnachman it's everything. It's everything. You're 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 either when you keep the Brits, when you're sexual you're sexually pure your wife literally comes to you when you when you don't keep your Brits, she runs away from you he literally says that black and white you chase her away so it's either you're attracting her or you're pushing her away it's, I, I hate to tell you it's it's so black and white that it's pretty much scary that's why the reason why I got married so quickly is because when I was single, I'm like, there's no going out for these girls. There's nothing. I the decision was made that I knew if I started, I would never find my soulmate. I would never find my wife. You know, right now, thank God I'm, I have five kids now. And, you know, I'm married already 10 years. So these decisions that you make, I already knew what to do. So I already knew the formula. But when you when you don't know what to do, you she keeps some furthering away and away and away. And... It's, it's pretty much everything. Now, the girl also, because what happens is if the girl gets physical with the guy, she's going to confuse him. So there you go. So she also has to stand and have a muna that says, you know what? People normally want what they can't have. And she has to stand firm, and she can also. She has to be tough also. And you'll see she'll want you more. She'll have more respect for you. People have a lot more respect for you. That's my opinion, and I've given hundreds of classes about this.
1: So as I heard you speaking like top word is respect and you said it at the end and that's what's going through my mind the whole time is for the girls, especially just you need to have respect for yourself. And it actually starts even from your Facebook profile page or your Instagram picture. You don't have to show your skin. You just don't. And it's not attractive. Um, It might even detract your soulmate. So even be snoot with the projection that you give publicly to people on your app, on your Facebook, what you allow people to see on your stories, you know? I think snoot starts even from just sharing pictures and even before you meet somebody.
2: Okay, thank you. This is a question from a female viewer. I'm dating someone who is conservative and I am pretty orthodox. We have teenage kids. Things are going well between us, but does the level of observance matter? Also, I'm Sephardic and he's Ashkenaz. Thank you.
0: It, it can matter a lot. For example, if, if you're used to keeping Nida, he doesn't want to keep Nida. Uh, if you want to keep Shabbat, he doesn't want to keep Shabbat. There's certain things that do matter a lot because, you know, like keeping Nida is something very, very important. I mean, it helps marriages. That's Nida is keeping separation when, when a woman is unclean. Um, you know, keeping Shabbat, one one person wants to watch TV, another person wants to keep Shabbat. I think it does, I think you do have to come. You know, when, before my wife was not religious when I first met her, but I told her, listen, there's three things that are non negotiable. Let me know Nida, Shabbat, and, K- and Kashrut. These things aren't are an option. So, Yes, you're wonderful, et cetera. But these three things, uh, it's not an option. And I said the, the, the ground rules, is it something you're into? Yes, yes, I love it. I was always wanting to. Wonderful. But there's certain things that are going to cause tremendous harm and tremendous breakage. So you have to come with some kind of relationship, relationship negotiation to agree on something. You know, you have to address these issues because what happens is little problems become big headaches at the end. And then resentment comes in, et cetera.
2: Nelly, do you want to add um
1: sure? I so I'm very lucky. My husband and I are on the same exact level, like to the T, and we're just Great. also like accelerating together. And I think the acceleration to keep Shabbat fully, um nida, things that are important in family life was inch by inch as a couple and it's almost easier to do it maybe as a couple than as a single sometimes Um, for the couple that's together right now on a different level it depends how open you are if you know there are non there are those non-negotiables like I tried to set somebody up who was a little bit more religious than the girl and he asked would the girl wear a wig and skirts and she said absolutely not it's not my lifestyle I'm not interested You know, So that's a no. So if you know that there are certain things that you cannot accept or don't want in your life or lifestyle, then you're not going to go out with that person. But if you are Mm -hmm. in the relationship already, and it's going well, and there's hard circumstances already out there that if you found somebody that you can roll with, that you feel comfortable having a relationship with right now, be open to make it work. And if you can't, get out.
0: Right, right, but it's not just religion. Also, you, if the guy has no mitzvot, he's a, he criticizes all the time. He doesn't. Yes, he's very religious, but he, you know he'll scream at you if you didn't, you know, wash the lettuce seven times instead of six times. That also is not good. Also, right. So that's why cool, you know you levels. can have the religion. Right. Yeah, yeah, you can have the religion. Doesn't mean let me back and forth. Just because you have the religion doesn't mean you have the, you have the character. Very, very important. The guy has no manners. He's criticizing his wife on every little thing she does. He he's he's telling her how much she's not doing and he's so religious. This is not what we're talking about here. So talking yeah. about people that are that are not into the criticism mode. They're into you, you respect people's space and let them grow on their own without your own criticism. It's very this is, happens a lot. Sometimes the guy gets he gets pumped up spiritually. His wife, you're not doing nothing where you just, not only did you not help her, but now you're going to go down too. So you got to be very careful with the criticism. Criticism spiritually is one of the most damaging things you could do. Not only will it, you, you not encourage the person to, to become more spiritual, but you're going to knock them out on everything. And, and you're not going to get the reward for it. You're going to get the sin for it. So be careful. That means your life is your lesson. Instruct. It's better to demonstrate than Instruct demonstrate how Shabbat is for you and how happy you are with it. People, you usually want when people, where people make people happy. When you start instructing, when demands begin, love departs. And this is what happens. People become very demanding and then they start, people start checking out because it's so demanding the way he's doing it. So there's a way to do it, how to do it, a whole formula behind it.
2: Okay, the next question.
0: 10 more minutes, good? 10 more minutes, good, Uriel?
2: I want to try to ask as many questions as possible.
0: She, She's, a, she's in LA time. It's 5, 6 o'clock. Yeah, I yeah, She's got she's <laughs> already. The sun's, the sun's out. In the, past. the You guys are in the
1: future. N- Nelly, did you drink your Turkish coffee yet? You know what? I didn't. I would have been uh, bouncing off the walls, Uriel, if I did. Trust me. Uh, you don't want to see me on Turkish coffee. Okay.
2: This is, <laughs> coming, uh, this is a question from a female, tw- uh, mid uh, twenty, late-20s. Who finds okay. themselves fighting, uh, f- um, dating guys who say they are open-minded to grow re- religiously to her level. And uh, they, said they, they say they're not interested to, uh, to grow when, uh, when push comes to shove. And she followed up and says she dated three guys uh, and basically the same thing happened. Uh, I used to date mm. guys who were on my religious level, but I found that I could not emotionally emotionally latch to them, never touch them. I couldn't move forward. So I tried to mm. move out of that space with guys who are looking to grow. Maybe I, maybe I could have been a deeper emotionally connected and tried to be open-minded, but now I'm seeing this
1: trend. Uh, take it away, Bye. Nelly. No, Gedalia. Gedalia.
0: I, I, I think she's, you know, she's onto something. I think she's got a, she's got a, she's got a real concern. I mean, you know, sometimes when, it's, when people are too, 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 they don't have the emotions, it becomes boring, and sometimes you want to tell me it's fun also. So what you need to do is, because you're in the middle, of, the middle of the road here, you're stuck in the middle of the mountain, it's Hashem's asking you to pray. Because to ask Him, you, you, I would talk to Hashem for 10, 10 minutes a day, asking Him for the middle for the, for the middle. For the, for the middle barrier between both of them. And because, I mean, it's not like you don't want, but your intentions are good. I mean, some, sometimes when we're stuck in our lives and our intentions are good, it's just because we're not praying for it. And Hashem wants us to get closer to prayer. So I think that's more of an answer with prayer.
2: She
1: just messaged,
2: she just messaged that she plays, prays for it daily, so.
0: Pray again. Pray again. It's, sometimes you required more, more prayers, enhance it a little bit more.
1: I think with this particular girl, she's committed to where her religious level is. You need to find somebody that's also committed just like you. Don't expect people to change. People need to want it by themselves. You can't force it upon them. You can't make them want things or like things or be more religious. It does, just doesn't work like that. It has to be internal or they do it for you, but with whole heart. But don't be in a position where you're always in flux with your relationships because of this issue. If you're all the way, then shoot for all the way.
2: Okay. I'm a 20-year-old. Also,
0: also, also, we don't want to make a stereotype also that all religious guys have no emotion and are romantic either. Again, that's a stereotype. It's not 100% fact. Okay, it happened to you three times, but that's not always the truth.
2: Right.
0: Many spirit, Everybody's many individual. Are mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we're taking, we're taking, what happens is we're taking a lot of all or nothing, you know, uh, bad cases, food poisoning and saying this is the way all people are. And we, have you met all millions of people? No, you met two people. I and mean, we need to get out the stereotype of everybody's like this, which is completely not true. Guys, we'll take one or two more questions, and I unfortunately have to run.
2: Okay, uh, I'm a twenty.
0: Maybe 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 now they can continue uh, the questions afterwards.
2: Okay, I'm a twenty-year-old single guy. When should I start dating? And there was another question that's very similar to this. How old is too young to start? dating as a guy, financially, maturity, and realistically speaking?
1: So just, Gedalia just left off about everybody being an individual. Everybody's different. Mm -hmm. Some people mature at a very young age and even have a set mindset and want for marriage in their life very early. I grew up in the Syrian community where everybody got married between the age of like 20 and 25 was old already. You know, um, so people mature fast. They might have the mindset, or be raised to have the mindset, um, to mm-hmm. date at that age, and there's nothing wrong with it. Um, yeah. It's you and your individuality. Okay,
0: younger is better. Younger is definitely better. I, think I would recommend.
2: This is going for Nelly. Nelly, do you have a pool of divorced people in their fifties?
1: I definitely have people that are fifty to 60 that have been signing up. I'm not opposed to helping people of any age. I just think that it really, like Gedalia said, needs to be marriage-minded people. I don't think we should age anybody. It happens to be that my husband's three years younger than me. So had I been um, had an ideology, ideology about that, maybe I wouldn't have went for it. But as individuals, we work. So any age is welcome mm-hmm. and more people are signing up in that age range. Yes.
2: Okay. okay. Dalia, uh, I guess this is for you. I stopped watching porn two months ago, but I have years of being in porn and masturbation and I'm afraid it is so much a part of the way I think and see women. I'm afraid I'm going back to my old days or get bored or be unfaithful. Don't feel like I deserve a nice Jewish girl. What should I do?
0: I mean, if you, if you had two months, you should know that Hashem has tremendous, tremendous input, pleasure that you were able to beat it for two months. And I think you should focus on the momentum, not focus on the, on the past. Continue doing what got you for two months. You, you're always going to hit new roadblocks. But if, if your heart is good and your intention is good, you will get help and you might fall. And if you fall, you just get up. Not, we're, not, we're not meant to be perfect. We're meant to repair. perfect. But, but the fact that you're going in the right direction is definitely going to lead you to the right way. Don't focus on what you don't want to happen. Focus on what you do want to happen.
2: Okay. What about someone who is in the process of conversion while single? I feel like I have to wait until my conver- conversion process is complete before dating and even considering marriage. I am 38 years old.
0: You should wait till your conversion process is over.
1: You want me to answer?
2: Absolutely. OK. Yes, um, you should. I think you sorry.
1: should. Sorry. OK, I, I wasn't sure. Um, so conversion is your internal will to become part of the Jewish religion. And that's very much part of the Jewish religion. And some of the best Jews are converts because most of them Mm -hmm. are, you're supposed to go through modern Orthodox conversion. Um, So by their own intent, they want it. It's not because I'm marrying somebody Jewish, so I'll convert. It's totally different. Um, But yeah, I mean, in my opinion, you're pretty committed to becoming a Jew and there'll be somebody out there that will accept you just as is and be even more proud of you and attracted to you when you do convert so definitely shoot for it just be honest and definitely. upfront
2: okay what
0: if a the person, last question
2: what if the, what if the person has character but not the religious and is extremely stubborn so the person has character but is not religious and is extremely stubborn is is, is that a relationship that mm-hmm. someone should be in
0: Sounds like a Taurus. Is he a Taurus or a, probably an earth scientist? People, people, have, people have a tendency. We all have a tendency with, in, 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 with something. You know, earth signs are very stubborn. They have a tendency um, to be like that. But it doesn't mean, yeah, you can, it all really works on how much they work on that on themselves. Don't focus on the bad that they do. Ask, ask them what they do to work on themselves. So what do you do to work on yourself? Do you, do you read anything? Do you, do you read books? Do you pray for it? That you should focus on more. So, what, what, what are they doing to beat that? Instead of the the person's a Gemini, I don't know why you should be stubborn. Geminis are, are usually air. Um, but more, more of the focus should be on if the person has a bad Midah, we all have one, what are you doing to work on that Midah? Because if you don't work on that Midah, the, the Midah takes over you. But if you let that Midah take over your life, then. Oh, this is all you're going to get. Right.
1: Um, I think it's also important that if you're with somebody um, to see if they recognize and they can reflect on this thing about them. Because like Adalia said, everybody comes with a thing. It's normal. Right. Um, but also you have to be the energy that can balance it, accept it, and know how to deal with it. So it comes right. from both of you. First, first, I recognize it. Does he reflect upon it? Not necessarily like people, especially men are down to change things about themselves, but if they recognize that they can control it. And then with you, are you the type of personality or person in itself that can handle that energy? Because you don't want to have two strong energies and cause fights and cause arguments and cause, um, like, take things personally. You wanna have right. an easy flow between one another. You're gonna live with them 24-7. You have to.
0: Exactly. Beautiful. I mean, also, you know, the Torah's message is be flexible like a reed. So the Torah's message is actually opposite of stubborn: be always flexible, be, be like a reed, be open-minded. So, flexible, so be stubborn is, is not a good trait. It's something that really has to be worked on, and it can cause tremendous marriage issues.
2: Okay, final question. When yeah. two people have been together for almost two years, and at first, great, they had great connection, but over time they started to have several fights for different reasons. Is it a still good idea to get married?
0: Mazel tov.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to marriage.
0: Yeah, what yeah, do you think? Yeah, yeah, it's you normal. Think. <laughs> focusing on the repair what are they doing when they fight do they work on the system they apologize do they hold resentment what are they doing with that fight after the fight i'm more concerned what do you do after the fight the fight's going to come everybody fights yeah what do you do after how old do you hold a grudge what are you doing after if the if they can recoup easily they can recoup and they can apologize they can move on wonderful but if they're holding resentment. And, and, and they're carrying around a tremendous amount, amount of w- emotional weight and, and, and they're blaming them for everything, that could be a problem. But fights, of, won't be the first, won't be the last. Focus on what you do afterwards.
1: Yeah, you Good? said something nice online the other day. You wrote, um, don't resent,
0: pray right, for the right. person.
1: And it really don't hit your partner. note with me. Pray for yeah. It, it right. also like it's, it's, for my own self, ego. right? But it breaks down my ego too, to not mm-hmm. feel mm-hmm. resentment and not feel angry about it. But to be like, let me let me meditate right. and let me pray for this situation um, to mean, better, I mean, to be better, I- to be not an issue anymore. But also to give me the capacity to handle it. You know, totally.
0: You could do a lot more for your for your for your for your spouse by praying for them than holding resentment. I promise it. you. And that's really it, it's really you're conquering your own inclination of wanting to fear and control. So instead of holding that anger, what are you doing? You're, you're mimicking your Creator by play, praying for him. If he has an issue, if he did something wrong to you, maybe he wasn't in a good state. How much more he needs your prayers? How much more? It doesn't injure you to hate him. Usually, people hurt people because they hate themselves or they're upset about themselves. So, you think you need more, and it's actually opposite. Yeah. And opposite. also,
1: when you have a spouse, you want for them what you want for yourself. You only want right. good. You exactly. only want to give them exactly like what you have or more, put even right. more because they are your spouse. So, exactly. you're on the same team here. If you're not on the same and team, put- then maybe it's a problem.
0: Exactly. Okay. I'm just going to, I'm going to end with one quote from the Lubavitcher Rebbe. Oh. And he says here, Look a king without here, a queen. Co- this is a great book, by the way, it's called, oh, beautiful. <laughs> what does he say? A, a, a king, a king without a queen, the Zohar says, is neither great nor a king. For it is the woman who empowers the man and it is the man who empowers the woman to penetrate and nurture. And then the man will learn from the woman that he can too reach with others to provide nurture, and the woman will learn how to conquer. So, again, he's basically a king without a queen is not a great nor a king. So we both need each other. Let's we'll make it happen. All right, guys. Amen. All right, Nellie, such a pleasure. Such a pleasure. Well, we have here, a lot Gavalia. of success. Thank you so much Maybe for having me. Really appreciate it.
1: I can't wait. I don't know if
0: you're ready. I, big I don't know if you're ready for the volume. I hope you're ready for the volume. There's tons of people I'm sure are going to take this opportunity.
1: We're ready right, and we're nice. willing and great. let's do this.
0: Have a have a great day, guys. Thank Bye. you. Luck,
1: everybody. Nelly, thank you. Thank you. So Ladies and- thank you so much, everybody, for watching. I really appreciate it. Ladies and
2: gentlemen, just make sure to use that link to sign up to Nelly's form and she will reach out to you. And thank you for joining us this evening and happy Thanksgiving.
1: Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Bye.